Kia ora, I'm Mark Easterbrook from Going West, and this is Voices of Aotearoa. In this episode, poets Sari Barford and Michael Stephen both read from their most recent collections at our Shifted Ground event in April 2022. We've entitled this episode, Molten Clefts of Magma, a line taken from one of Michael's poems, and a nod to the simmering fire sitting just below the surface of each poet's words. This podcast is made possible thanks to the generous support of our sponsors, including AUT, who have been enthusiastic champions of Going West over the last few years. And now, Michael Stephen and Sari Barford. Enjoy. Uh, kia ora. thank you for coming out tonight. Uh, this is the first time I've read poems to an audience of people in the real for a very, very long time. Uh, I sort of boycotted the whole Zoom uh, reading thing. Um, so it's cool to, to know that literary events are happening again. Uh, I'm reading a sequence from this book uh, that has just dropped this week called Night School, uh, published by Otago University Press. Uh, and the sequence is called Dropped Pin, Trinity Wharf, Tauranga. They can feel it coming on along the esplanade. Itinerant backpackers from Belgium, Cork and Essex, parked up by the inlet burning a little weed and tobacco, attuned to the drillings of oyster catchers, the drone of dragonfly flight paths. Bass freaks in their supercharged holdens, bumping DMX's gruff battle verses, slow to an idol for judder bars. Even the hard-ass biker riding a gold hog declutches, drops his scowl, coasting past the cafes and pubs. Retired sports hosts, ageing rock stars, shift their wax wives into the shade. Gulls bum-rush weekenders outside the fishery, swoop oily paper parcels of chips, tirakihi. Two workers on break, bloodied boots and aprons, disappear behind gusts of grape vape cloud. Kahawai, gutted snapper and ling stare back at customers from crushed ice beds. The young cook, jostling baskets of orders across banks of spitting tallow fryers, wipes the late afternoon torpor off her face with her her apron's edge, her red-starred forearm. On coastlines and farms, in towns and cities, death is wholesaled to human appetite. Next to sauce bottles, stacked neatly in rows, the radio belts out another auto-tuned summer. The old lady peeling potatoes in a white bucket by the back door tilts her face upwards. She knows it too. It's spelling itself to the girls waving down at us from a wall of flowering orange nasturtium. It's right there in the haze descending on the bridge's six sweeping lanes, in the low thrum of semis hauling trailers, double cab utes pulling hobby boats out to the serpentine suburbs. The beach beyond... That blue arc of water is the city's perpetual rhythm track, a white noise generator intoning its hothouse days, its noir score nights. My friend tells me bad things happen here. Once, he said, a man was made to kneel under the town side of the bridge where the band play prog rock covers through stacks of PV speakers and forced to kiss the end of a shotgun. They clipped him, collected the bounty, slipped back out through customs on newly minted counterfeit passports. The powerful build seaside palaces, make window offerings to the sun. 
Money seeps through porous borders, regular as clockwork, ectothermic. The edge of heaven is an infinity pool. Another city, the city he left behind for this one, my father threads the black steering wheel of a dead man's ride through his gnarled hands. His new wife, shocked silent behind her dark glasses, watches avenues of villas and bungalows waking to blueness. It is a Sunday, our last meal, the car ghosting to memory. They call him a coward, her dead ex-husband. They blame his death on sleeping pills on the grey plastic bag he wore as a hood. They broke his heart. It killed his will to live. Today alcohol made me leave the table and walk towards a man I mistook for my father. Forgive me, our silence stretches a decade. Forever is an orgasm in this floating hotel. Our rented kingdom of white toweling, crumpled sheets, cheap wine riffs, movies we'd make rather than watch. It does not matter that behind the curtains there is only an empty parking lot and a sad red overflowing dumpster. In the light that wakes us to want again, all I want right now are your thighs parting before me like cathedral doors, your named two-syllabled psalm ringing from my tongue tip in rapture. All I want is to lose myself right now in your heat, the wet heat of this forever. Should I tell you about my first visit here? 1995, my youth ended that summer. Weekdays, I grubbed it, a Sparky's apprentice. Took lessons after work from psychonauts. In a state house on Pilkington Road, we scored trips, bullets of Afghan indica. We read Kerouac, Camus and Blake, memorised the esoteric ghetto parables of the Jizz's solo album Liquid Swords. We wanted all we could of a world beyond the streets of our dim suburb. Here I wept on acid for my fractured family. Unable to name the mind I was losing, I was alone in a realm outside of language. My dream ends with the aircon's cool drone, blue pilot light roaming the dark room, your metricated breaths rise and fall beside me on the bed, soft and familiar. Drunken tourists argue out in the corridor. I can't decipher what they are saying or what makes them argue so publicly, so fiercely. Only their muffled rage passes through the tilt slab concrete walls. Sleep clocks the hours until checkout. The receptionist on graveyard shift will be scrolling her favourite news feeds. Deep beneath the marbled foyer, molten cliffs of magma lurch together. Cheer. Thank you. Kia ora koutou, tēlo falava, an audience, I almost can't remember what it's like to have an audience. Um, okay, so in 2017 I had an, um, a long weekend in Samoa, it was my um, uncle's 80th birthday, I visited my grandmother's grave and came back, went back, I'm a school teacher, went back to work and I was riding on the board and I had this terrible feeling of, of vertigo that I was falling, falling, falling. I went, I rang my mother, mum, what's happening? Is something happening in the family? Because my family's like that. She goes, ah, everything's quiet, nothing's happening. And that night I got an email to say that my partner, who had gone back to Europe to um, have um, some counselling for mental health issues, had um, gone to Brazil and had thrown himself off a waterfall. 
And so this was um, this book is my journey from um, those deep dark moments into uh, Te Ao Marama, into the world of light. So I'll just dip into it, and hopefully it's meant to be um, an item of beauty. So hopefully um, that will come through as well. Um, uh, lomi Lomi is a kind of massage, and Siva means to dance. And Piula is this beautiful, clear little pool just outside of Apia, and it's right beside the ocean, and it's got lava tunnels in it. I want to return to Piula, swim through the lava tunnel where we first met, make garlands from laughter, Siva with the sun. I want to intercept history, paint, do not disturb across your forehead, banish spiteful ghosts inciting you over the edge, relocate your final standing place, undo your death wish. Come, my love, follow me down the mountain, through the desert, across the ocean, to Piula. Fish will lomi lomi our tears into crystalline water. I will kiss you better. Then we went to, um, I went to work um, because there's no body, you know, it's all happened somewhere else. And I went to work and it was the third day. It's the morning of the third day since I heard you went over the edge. Autumn dapples my bewilderment. I arrived at work, was briefed on deadlines, ran away. Filled your whiskey and wine bottles with brilliant long-stemmed roses. Conjured your smile, pinned it to my pillow. A black dog led you into mountains, past escarpments marked by petroglyphs. I hope Ancient birdmen sang a threnody, accompanied your lonely swan dive. Becoming the sky. I imagine you falling headfirst into the abyss, tumbling, 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 hoko-hoko shirt billowing, ego shroud unbuttoning, pulling free, ascending, slicing blue at the foot of the falls, heart exploding, becoming the sky. Comfort food. Grief has fangs, an insatiable appetite. My mother tries to help, feeds me pisupu, parusami, paiapa, weeds, herbs she doesn't recognise. When I go for time, it has already gone. Water songs. Um, I've got this flock of about 70 pigeons that visit me, and I have my favourites. Mm. Pigeons flock to our folly at sunrise. I scatter bird seed, scoop water from bowls, tilt my palms so it trickles, tinkles, splashes, sings to thirsty birds. Pigeons are suction drinkers, draw moisture into hollow bones. 
I pour coffee for one, lurch through days, hunker in your chair at night. Marcina rises full and luscious, sings recalcitrant tides into kings. I pour nightcaps, wonder which song lured you over the falls if there were sirens in your head. The dark side of the moon. Grief is a fist of whirling muscle shells, slicing, scraping, shredding what remains. A white pigeon heard you'd flow in the coop, took me gently under his wing. Filemu, 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 I crooned, offered water, seeds, leftovers. He ate everything except cooked carrots, was a peaceful presence in my dismantled world. One morning, Filemu was gone, waning Marcina rested instead on the guano-splattered roof. I ached to patch her incomplete beauty. I am fully present, Marcina chided. Heal yourself instead of tinkering with my perfection. I closed my eyes, saw the dark side of the moon, white feathers falling like rain. So do you remember the days of um, x-rays, you know, the old-fashioned x-rays, and they'd give them to you in a big envelope and you'd take them home, whereas everything now seems to be on computer screens. Anyway, so I found when um, Alan was going for his residency, he had to get a chest x-ray done, and I found it one day. Um, so I, I've decided that when people leave us, um, they leave artefacts, um, all sorts of different artefacts, and this was... This was one of them. I found. I found a do not fold or bend x-ray tucked behind pillows in our wardrobe. Gently tugged you out of the envelope. Torso intact, a snapshot of a healthy man. Asymmetrical birds flew into my hands. Your lungs fully inflated caged in ribs, shining like polished shells. It's the longest night of the year. I'm lying in darkness, clutching your silhouette. Heart to heart, percussive beats echo. You dance within my arms. Mm. So just to give you an idea of what he was like, this poem's called What We Harvest. You sculled drinks, sailed boats, scaled octaves, climbed mountains like a man accustomed to altitude, joyfully plumbed my slippery depths as if freediving for pearls, licked garlic butter from bread, fumigated me with searing kisses. It's the winter solstice. Time to break garlic bulbs into cloves. Bury them in papatuanuku to incubate, make more of themselves. Garlic juice is an adhesive, men's 
porcelain and glass. If I sow garlic in your grave, will your bones cork, sail again? And I'll just... Mm. What if? Um, this one was written at the um, at the near near Tupu Dam. Um, it's really beautiful in spring when all the kofi tree are, are blooming, um, and it's the what ifs that get you. So this is called what if. Kofi in full throttle, fringe rivers feeding the dam. Golden bells float the wind, cascade waterfalls, peel over spillways, punctuate water with radiance. What if you'd slipped into this dam, been filtered and treated, pumped out fit for purpose, continued your business of living? We'd be reveling in spring, the bobbing poi of ecstatic tui, joyfully harmonizing with messengers of the gods. Um, my graffitied heart. I am a calabash, a palette of stardust, a walking river, an island, a dreamer, a graffitied heart. I have weathered winters, frigid persistence, cyclones, earthquakes, heat waves, landslides, droughts, tsunamis, depression. I have tackled credit cards, banished villains, decluttered houses, repaired cars with superglue, eaten eggs for breakfast, oysters for lunch, ambrosia for dessert. Loved and lost, raised children, fallen apart, terrorized my limping shadow, tunneled deep to meet grief, kanohi kiti kanohi, found compassion, excavated air pockets, struck bedrock, melted into this planet's core, run with lava to the sea. Toasted your birthday, danced to Django Reinhardt, survived a parabolic fall, regained my footing, kept walking. And I've just got a couple more. Um, into the world of light. Um, this was based on a dream. It's my grandmother talking to me. Right. Um, my, my grandmother is a uh, Kotaria kingfisher. So whenever she wants to see me, she appears as a, as a kingfisher. And so this can be in physical life or in moimoya, um, in dreams. And so I had this dream and I knew I had to do something, some sort of ritual, just to be able to step forward properly. And so I, um, this is the dream. I resolutely lanced my heart, a swollen fist about to burst, with a shark tooth plucked from a dream. Poured honey into the first chamber, soothed gnawed memories, sent them west with wild bees. Insulated the second chamber with foliage, kawakawa hearts blanketed loss, tempered feelings of abandonment. Painted the third chamber gold, ground turmeric mixed with coconut oil, loosened inflammation's angry grip. 
poulticed the forced chamber with succor. Toxins drawn into a sweet citadel dissolved into spontaneous sun showers. Bandaged myself with banana leaves waded into the ocean. The shark tooth pulsed, warned off predators, suspended beyond the measure of clocks, floating, 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 until my grandmother's kingfisher brought me ashore. Embraced by Pauliuli, my ruptured casement of grief flew into the world of light. And I'll finish with another Westy one. Um, I went, I like going to Tehinga, to Bethel's. I, I go to all the West Coast beaches, really. Um, and I was at Bethel's one day and um, I met a woman and this is um, what happened. The midwife and the cello. I was perched amongst Pingao, contemplating a paragliding instruction. Don't look at what you want to miss. When a woman <laughs> sat beside me, pointed at the lagoon's mouth, breaking into hazardous surf, crooned, I'm a midwife, sing and play cello. I observed her eloquent hands, iron sand, burying, um, burying sprawling feet, lines networking, a benevolent smile, dreads tied with frayed strips of cotton. Remembered you returning home, buoyant with the miracle of birth, the baby with omniscient eyes, you eased into this world, how she lay within your arms, didn't cry. Um, it's been said that uh, art is saying one thing and meaning another, but one of the things that strikes me as incredible about uh, a lot of poetry is that it seems to be saying one thing and meaning it. And so um, these two poets seem to me have done that extremely well. So please, uh, another round of applause for Michael and Siri. Thanks for listening to Voices of Aotearoa, a podcast of archival recordings from the Going West Literary Festival. This series has been produced by James Littlewood and edited and presented by me, Mark Easterbrook, following on from the work of our founding podcast editor, Robin Mason. Marshall Smith makes us sound amazing, Marigold Janicic is our graphic designer, and Melissa Lang manages the technical side of our online platforms. You can explore our ever-growing library of audio and video online at goingwestfest.co.nz. A huge thanks to our key supporters and funders, Creative New Zealand, the Waitakere Rangers Local Board, AUT, Auckland Libraries, and the Trusts here in West Auckland.